And we are live here on FRW Radio tonight. It is Thursday night. My name is Patrick, your host, Mr. Moose. With me, uh, Danny and Eric. Eric, welcome back. I see a little break. Thank you. Anywhere else? Yeah. Uh, it's good to be back. It's been a, it's been a minute. Well... More like two weeks, maybe three, but sure. I'm sure that time's equals irrelevant two minutes. at this no point, way. right? What is time? It's wibbly wobbly, timey wimey stuff. Yeah, basically. I mean, that's, a, that's a conversation for a whole different episode, I think. If we're going to discuss yeah. what is time, that's a different mm-hmm. podcast altogether. Six oh five, right? That's what time is. That's what time is. It's wrestling time, y'all. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, it's wrestling time. We we don't do wrestling up in here. Wow. Although, you know, I'm what a gonna, shame. we'll talk about it should, if I find a reason to make fun of it. We should do but, all the wrestling. Uh, so how, how how's your week been going? It's going. We're here. Yeah, that's the best part of the week, right? The best part of the week. F-O-W yeah, is, time, this, y'all. Is, this is the last day of work for me for two days, so it is the best day of the week. <laughs> you know. Just throwing that it's out Friday there. night, bro. It's Friday night. It's early Friday. It's Thursday. Yeah, yeah but uh, it's like Friday night yeah. if you don't have to work for two days. That's yeah, it's kind of, yeah, well, it's, you know, it's Friday Eve, right? That's what go. we call it, yeah. Friday Eve. Yeah, there you go. Something so, like that. Friday. Man, uh, so we, we got lots of stuff to talk about now. Um, I mean, I, I, I can't believe. Stuff, yeah. Look, a, a lot has happened. Um, let, let, let's, let's get, a, let's get so, something out of the way because this is more like for me, uh, you know, getting my teeth taken out, but Slammiversary is this Saturday. Uh, one week Whoa. from last Saturday. Woo. One week from last Saturday. Saturday. It's on a Saturday. All right. It's on a, well, it's not going to go head-to-head against the Federation. Yeah, come they on. Know no, it's not going to go head-to-head against Extreme Rules, the horror show. Mm-hmm. You know, we get the twice a whole that is Extreme week. Rules. Patrick, are we going to review uh, Are we gonna review the Slammiversary pay-per-view uh, next week? Uh, we, we, we are, we are going, look, you, you're here and you, you know, so we might as well, because somebody can give us more content than what me and Danny could come up with at this point. Yeah. So, hey, yeah. I bought the pay-per-view, so. Well, look, I, I, I'm willing to watch it sometime between Saturday, Sunday and next Thursday. And you know, if you'll be here, we'll talk about it more than the ninety seconds. I think. Well, you know what? I will one hundred percent be here now because I want to hear you talk about Impact next week for longer than fifteen seconds. I mean, you, you're you're definitely you know you're definitely making this harder for me, but you know it's okay. Uh, it's okay. You know they say like not you know there's you no know, the. This uh always a silver lining, right? And if that means you're gonna be here, then great, let's talk about it. So here we are. <laughs> Slammiversary, uh the go home show they uh 
they teased more stuff. Uh, they, uh, you know, we've been seeing more vignettes. Uh, I think it ended, if I if I remember correctly, with uh, somebody uh, delivering a signed contract to Scott Diamore, right? Mm -hmm. uh, so, and then, did you recognize that voice? Uh, do you have any clues as to who that? Because there was two different segments, which I believe might have been different, but I mean, they might have been the same person. I'm, I'm, I am speculating that there's going to be multiple people coming back. So off the top of my head, I think the promo with uh, the person in the scotch, uh, I'm going to go ahead and go on a limb and say that's EC3. Um, yeah. As for the delivery of the signed contract, just by Demora's reaction, I'm going to say mm -hmm. it's Eric Young. I, I do believe that Eric Young is coming back if I, I would say that he is vital to Irene, I think him, I think, uh, and I don't know about you, but could we see a new Team Canada? Yeah, I'd be down with that. Yeah, I mean, a, I mean, you got how many Canadians on there now? They're all pretty much Canadian at this point. Yeah, I have the Russians Canadian. You know, and I mean, including... honestly, all the impact needs to jump back to the number one spot in all of our hearts is a miracle. Well, did she already have the second baby? Yes, she did. Okay. Uh, I, th I think it's a no brainer that the good brothers are going to be there. Yeah, they've already um, said that they were. Yeah, but still, until they're there, I mean, come on. How many times? Has a wrestler said something and then that had been true? Never. You know? Every time a wrestler says something, it's 100% true. Yeah. Uh, so here's the card for uh, Saturday night. Uh, because you know what they say about Saturday night? It's all right. Uh, or so I hear. That's, that's what they say. Uh, in, in no particular order. And, yeah, we're going to do our predictions because uh, we hate ourselves. <laughs> uh, I love myself. Thank you very much. The Rascals, which, by the way, I, I like them better with their old name. I know that that was a whole thing with uh, with the uh, other brand thing it was promotional, but I still like Scarlet and Grace much better than the Rascals. But yeah. whatever. The Rascals is a tag team match against somebody who could possibly be a couple of good brothers. I feel that like this sense. match is going to be too sweet. Yeah, hey, that that no. Listen, we're gonna talk about that later. Okay, um, that's a different segment. Uh, Sorry, that was so. Be yeah, I'm 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 with TVD here. Yeah, always go with TVD. It's always a safe choice. I mean, especially when it's somebody that's like debuting. You think it's gonna? They're not gonna send them out there to lose on their debut. Especially to yeah. the Rascals. Come on now. I mean, I mean, it'll be a fun match. It'll be contested well, but yeah, the new people are probably going to win at TBD, especially if they are, you know, the Good Brothers or uh, Gallows and Gun or whatever they want to call themselves. Yeah. So then we get uh, Moose defending the TNA World Heavyweight Championship in an all-school rules match. I'm guessing that's what they consider EC ECW rules match. Uh, no disqualification, yeah. So it's pretty much ECW rules. They just can't say ECW rules anymore. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah. Because they don't know and this TNA Heavyweight Championship is the one Moose has been carrying around. He's not the, yeah, yeah. the TNA it, champion. He's just, it's like. It reminds un- me of Jim Duggan when he picked up the TV title from the trash and just started going around <laughs> saying that he was the TV champion. That's, that's what this is to me. Moose realized, hey, I found this this championship belt. Uh, let me be the champion because, you know, it's probably about the only way I'm going to become a champion again in this company. So, honestly, I feel like that there is something underlying here. Um, I've, for a while, I've kind of felt like they don't really like the Impact name. Um, I, I kind of feel like they're going to go back to TNA. Um whether it be Slammiversary or sometime in the near future, I honestly believe they're going to just stick with TNA for the, for the name. Because, like, when they did the name switch, when they changed from TNA to Impact, it, it kind of just sucked, honestly. Like, Impact has been kind of garbage for quite some time. Um, and it's finally starting to get... Uh, back to, I'm not going to say back to the levels when we had AJ and Daniels and, and Joe, because honestly, that's that's probably never going to happen. I, I don't think that they'll strike twice with that kind of lightning again, but I actually do believe that, Yeah, exactly. And I do, I do believe that we're going back to TNA, honestly. Well, Mika Villas, you're here. Give us your thoughts about this. Uh, the way I see it is TNA, Impact Wrestling, they're one and the same, really. They, I mean, a slight change to stop using TNA, but Impact, it's so such a branded TNA name that it really, there's not much of a difference, and they could really use either one. It's like calling WWE. You call Raw and SmackDown. It's just a little bit of a, a difference, but it's the same umbrella. It's the same product. You can call just all of it. I'm watching WWE this day. I'm watching TNA this day. I'm watching Impact. They're interchangeable names, and the the fact of the matter is, whatever you call them, it, it doesn't really matter what you call them. It's the caliber of talent and what stories they're putting forth, and, and kind of getting across and drawing people in. Uh, I think that you know, name aside, their bread and butter lies with. They've got a a nice uh, set of People on their roster are adding to it. The storylines are compelling. So if they do kind of change back the name, it's their name to change back. You're you're looking at more so a, a a reinvention of what's happening as far as product, not just the name. I agree with that. Yeah. All right. Um, so yeah, I'm going with Moose here. Moose. Uh, I don't want to say Moose, but I think I think <laughs> probably he's winning. Yeah, he's kind of borderline canceled right now, isn't he? Moose. It's what did Moose do? Oh. All he, the same he's stuff. He's borderline canceled, but yeah, but and he's also hanging out with the, he's also hanging out with people that are canceled. So that's the problem too. Oh, well, uh, so he's canceled by association. He's himself, and he's canceled Kinda. by association. Well, he's himself, and he's canceled by association. Himself is just kind of an idiot. Um, Pretty much. Yeah. I, I mean, yeah, putting putting the title on somebody who's canceled or has any 
inkling of controversy. <laughs> Not the first time. Uh, won't be <coughs> Tessa Blanchard. So, uh, I, 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 she who shall not remain named. Uh, yeah, that one. So. Yeah. All right. Uh, let's see here. So, yeah, we're all with Moose. Okay. The North uh, defends the Impact Acting Championships against Ken Shamrock and uh, Screw Sammy Callahan. So, yeah, I think the North are going to keep it here. I think this is also maybe where we may see uh, – we could possibly see a Team Canada um, reunion. And, yeah, you know, Callahan and Shamrock are probably just going to fight each other again because that's just what they do. Yeah, so I, don't, I don't see Shamrock and Callahan winning as being that they – yeah, like you said, they fight each other as much as they fight other people. So uh, I see the North, and the North are already have surpassed what a year as tag team champions. I want to say you're right. Story. I really, really do. Uh, yeah, they won them July fifth, twenty nineteen. Okay, so they've already right. passed a year. I think they'll continue and hang on to them. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a big North guy. I love Josh Alexander, and Ethan Page is phenomenal. Don't really care for Shamrock. Never have, never really will. Callahan. That's a shame. Okay, so his 97 run was good. But then, yeah, it just kind of went blah after that. Well, he really was gone after that. Just about. No, he was. He had only a couple. Yeah, only a few years. Then he was gone. He was. Back to UFC. Well, yeah. Yeah, I mean, 98 run wasn't really great. He didn't make it to 99, I don't believe. I thought he was still there in 99 because that's when they did, like, the union. Oh, the up yours. Maybe he left midway through 99? Maybe. All right, we, um, we gave that yeah, too much time. But, yeah. but he's also the, the first TNA – or he's also the first NWA World Heavyweight Championship of the TNA era. Yeah. He won it on the first episode of Impact, yeah. The first TNA – Asylum show, yeah. All right, so I think uh, another sweep here. Everybody through the north. I'm always with anybody from Canada. Let's be for real. Yeah. All right. All right. I'm drinking Canada. Tim Hortons right now, so yes. I'm so um, jealous of I'm... you, Mika. I'm mad that you sent me that picture. Honestly. <laughs> Do they have them in in where you are? They, in they, undisclosed they location A. Undisclosed location. I have a, a big, huge supply of Tim Hortons coffee right now. Look, um, we, we yeah. have Mika on assignment, guys. Y'all know this. It's wherever the wind yeah. blows her. And, and she's actually on assignment at this very moment. So if I get quiet, you know, I'm not ignoring you guys. I swear. <laughs> the assignment just never ends. She's okay as long as we don't hear her start just, mmm, mmm. Because then she's asleep. <laughs> oh, Jesus, Eric. Not even that. You just like, Mika? Mika? Nancy, at least back in the day when we were recording over video, we could at least tell when she was asleep. Now we're just not going to wow. know. Damn, so she legitimately yeah. fell asleep during these? She, she like has once or twice, sleep yeah, multiple times, times yeah. yeah. On the podcast. Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. I, That's yeah. insanity. I, I, I would have to go back to some video, guys. I don't really believe that that actually happened. It could get Because you were asleep? Because you were asleep? Yeah, I was about to say, you don't, you don't believe remember it happened because you, don't you were remember out. Because you were out, you were unconscious. 
Mm-hmm. I, Mika, boo. I'm oh. going to say you guys are stretching the truth, but that's okay. Sure. You can say that. Patrick's never right. lied before. I think he's told us that. Patrick says doesn't, okay, let the, Patrick me. doesn't let the truth get in the way of a good story. That's Patrick. That's what it well, is. That's okay. Yes. That's that's too. I knew it was something along those lines. Bear with me, guys. Yeah. It's, been, it's been a couple weeks. I forgot all the the bits. It, it's okay. You, you you can forget some of the bits. We'll just remind <laughs> you. All right. This is a match I'm actually looking forward to. Uh, the gauntlet for the gold match uh, for the number one contender for the impacts. Knockouts Championship. Uh, Alicia Edwards, Havoc, Kiara Hogan, Kimberly, Kylie Ray, Neva, uh, Madison Rain, Rosemary, Susie, which by the way, I don't know about you guys, but I'm thinking we may get uh, Sue back sooner than later. And, uh, Tasha yeah. Steeles and Taya Dockery. If Susie comes back as Sue, which they were kind of teasing on what and she online, even used her online. finishing move on yeah, her last she, match in the go home show. Yeah. Yeah, and they were teasing like is you know, is Sue Young ready to come back? If she comes back, I could see Sue Young winning um the gauntlet. If not, I think Taya wins it. I think Taya held the belt for a long time. She was a good champion. I could see her being back up there in contention. After this match, Sue, I'm always going Sue. It's always Sue. Yeah, I'm going Sue Young or Kylie Ray. Mm. No, you think Kylie Ray pulls it off, huh? Kylie Ray with a pin on Sue. Oh, I mean, she just, she, I mean look, she, she's the second to last new signee. You know, they need her to make an impact. Old pun intended. Yeah, of course. Mika, that could be interesting, the way that you said it with Kylie pinning final. That's the thing that finally snaps her, makes her go nuts. Yeah. I thought we were friends. Now I'm going to murder you. Now I'm going to murder you. Time to purge. There it is. Smile to purge. <laughs> All right. Yeah. All right. Um, by the way, you know, uh, you know, I, I has he can ever have a woman in the group? I can't remember. Not in the old days, no. Yeah, okay. Well, when look, they didn't even ha- when they were doing Team Canada, they still didn't even have a knockouts yeah. division. Well, yeah, they, well, they, they have a Canadian now on the roster, so I mean, they have quite a few. Time. Yeah, woman, Canadian I mean, woman. Least... I mean, yeah, yeah. Well, that's what I'm saying. But there's a few. Yeah. Is it? I mean, Rosemary's the only one I know. Um, I think Madison is it Madison Rain Canadian? No, she's from Ohio. No. Yeah, Wait, is Taya Canadian? Taya and yeah, Rosemary Taya are the only Canadian. two Canadians. Yeah, Taya. Oh, is Canadian. she might be a better pick for uh, Slam Town. Yeah. The first is lady Slamtown of Slam in Town. Slamtown no. is kind of where you would it's it's worldwide. it's wherever you need it to be. It's no, it's his own little island, like like the UFC Slamtown. has their fight island, but it's not really an yeah. island. Yeah, it's kind of like that. I like no, I like town. It's, it's where you need it to be. That made my That's heart. Where you happy. need it to be. Yeah, wherever you need it to be. Mika, uh, the gauntlet here. Who who, who do you have? I said Sue. I said Sue. Is she? 
Oh, I I'm, I'm sorry. I'm yeah. falling asleep. I, I, I gave you the finish. She was I the one who then Susie. said, oh, you Kylie did. You did. or Kylie pins Susie. You know, listen, everybody knows I have terrible memory, okay? So, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, is it the memory or is it the hearing? I'd go with the hearing on this one. Uh, it's a combination. It's a combination yeah. of the two. That's the worst. My God. If yeah, he doesn't I, hear you, he'll forget. If he hears you, he might forget it. So Exactly. Oh. What I don't hear, I just don't hear. And everything else I do hear, I just forget. So I'm screwed. He might forget. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, the X Division Championship uh, is on the line because, yeah, it's still a thing. Uh, Willie Mack versus Chris Bay. I think Willie Mack is going to retain. I don't see Chris Bay. Why? Why? You go with you going with Chris, really? Yep. They're trying to uh, establish him. I go with Willie Mack retaining. I kind of want to go with Eric on this one with Chris Bay because again, he's on this tremendous up streak and he's got a social media following. Again, they're trying to draw people in. What better way to put the title on somebody who they're helping to bring up into the world of wrestling? Exactly. Sure. It's not about weight limits. It's about no limits. Yeah. (laughs) And there you go. Uh, Okay. I Um, haven't heard since 05. Yeah. The uh, Knockouts Championship is on the line. Jordan Grace against Deanna Peraza. Peraza. Go with Deanna. Break her arm. Snap always, her arm. Always got to be fluent in Peraza, guys. You got to bet on the Virtuosa. Oh, wow. I'm going to play with a Jordan. tune all over Jordan. What? What? Wow, how dare you, sir? No, let's. It's all about Deanna. She's going to come in and play a tune all over this damn Grace person and send her packing. So she's going to come in and play the game? I said play a tune. She already <laughs> tried to play the game, and the game didn't want to play with her. So no. <laughs> Don't put it like that. That sounds yeah. perverse. But the, the, they gave That's... me some married men, all right? That, that hey, I like said what I said. Right there. I said what like I said. Oh, man. shit. That's a really good <laughs> Tangled, All right. yeah. And anyway, it's most likely your main event of the evening, which has a bunch of people who actually I thought would be better fit for the X Division championship. Well, Ace yeah. Austin versus Eddie Edwards versus Trey. Because, you know, like every like WWE, you gotta start cutting people's last names. Uh versus TBA. Um yeah. I'm going with TBA, guys. Always who been on think, TBA. Who do you think TBA is, though? Because uh, now one of the theories we talked about in the past was that it could be Rusev, you know, now known as Miro. But it also came out this week that he's tested positive for COVID-19. So I doubt that they're going to let him come and wrestle No, on Saturday. I'm, I'm with EC3 on this one. You think yes. it's EC3? Either is Carter, okay. Either either is EC three, or it's Bubba. I hope it's not. Bubba. Or it's Jesus Bubba. Christ. Oh my goodness! Because think about it, okay? This is how the show's gonna end. The bullet with Bully Ray and Aces and Eights on top. Oh no! Right. Please stop! Stop talking this into existence. 
Eric, this is the show that you love and adore. Okay, you gotta pay the price. D'Lo, D'Lo Brown is doing it, not me. D'Lo Brown's getting the band uh, back together. Are we brother. looking at the real deal now? No, There's we're looking at we're looking nothing. at aces and eights. Yeah. Or listen, it could be both. It could be that you know the TBA is EC three. He wins. And then he's up in it, and then all of a sudden, Bully Ray comes out, and then he gets laid out. He gets up, laid yeah. out by aces and eights. Yeah. Listen, I but think that would put EC3 as a baby face. It would, which is totally fine. He's gonna come to a huge reaction, regardless. Well, you have that's to understand true. It. And you have to, re- and then you have to reestablish him as a yeah. heel. Yeah. Well, I mean, there's no crowd to pop, but. Well, I that's mean, still also people true. are gonna go crazy in the social media when this. Well, whatever people are actually watching. Uh, I'm gonna go crazy over this. Oh, yeah. Why not make him the baby face right now? You can turn him heel eventually, and that'll be fine. But you know the way things are built, though, you return that way. I mean, you can't have everybody return as a heel. That's true. That's yeah. True. So I think EC3 comes back. He wins the belt. Gets laid out by Bubba, and his nates are covering the ring at the end of the night. You know. I mean, I don't know. I mean, that's just exactly how I would picture that. That's how I would do it if I was. But what do I know, right? I mean, what if Mike Bennett comes out and wins the world title, and then gets laid out by the uh, by the uh, by the um, wrong show? Aces and eights. Uh, by aces and eights. Yeah, what if he is anybody. the leader of aces and eights. No, I'm Mike sorry. Bennett as a biker. I mean, no. do you believe him I as the leader? I mean, he he follows his wife's lead. I believe yeah, in miracles. Yeah. That's all I believe in. Honestly, it'd be a miracle if he won the TNA World Heavyweight Championship. Hey, he's no, a former X Division champion. He's an X no. Division champion. Not well, no, I, I, half I, the people in this match are X Division. And that's why somebody else is going to win it. Exactly. I could probably see Mike Bennett more likely. I, look, if you could see Ken Anderson as a biker dude, you could pull up Mike Bennett as a biker dude. <laughs> wow. That's true. I mean, again, but, Mike but you can, and Maria you, would look good in leather. And you can see them as like yeah, the weekend bikers, you know. They like they go to yeah. they go to their their office job nine to five, and then on the weekends they get on the hall, they get on the motorcycle and think they're all tough, you know. Like that's the kind of biker right. I see Bennett as. Plus, here's the thing: you put Mike Bennett in there not because you want to see Mike Bennett in leather; you want to see Maria in leather. All right. So, I mean, that is the bottom be, line. No, no, she lie the new bullet, there. babe. Exactly. Oh, she's look, she's better. It's just, it's just, it's just it, you know, it, it's just the what happened. Why do you hire Mike Bennett because of Maria Canellis? You get Mike, you get Maria, right? No, you, you get Maria, you get Mike free. There you go. Buy one, yeah. get one free. Yeah. But here's the thing: in order to get Maria, you have to you have to bring Mike Bennett as well. So she will entertain an offer that does not include bringing Mike Bennett in the equation. So you got to start with Mike. Anyways, yeah. So that's that's the main event. I think we all TBA. Uh, who did you guys think it was going to be? I, I said I said EC three or Bubba. I think Eric said Mike Bennett. I said EC three. Okay. Yeah, yeah. 
I'm, I'm How did Mike Bennett get in this conversation? Aaron I just said what is. Because oh. Eric, Eric. Eric has a crush on him and always brings him up. Yeah. Gotcha. <laughs> Until that kingdom come, huh? It's okay. It's okay. Like, if, if Bubba Ray comes, like, I know Velvet Sky's coming back. So she may not wrestle, but she'll at least be yeah. on TV. So, like, you know. Okay, yeah, cool. that's one thing we don't want in 2020 is Velvet Sky. That's one thing we didn't want in 2006 is Velvet Hey, Sky. hey, you shut your dirty mouth. First and foremost, she's retired from the ring. She has a substantial injuries, so she will not. Yeah, from, from all again. from all the ring from all the all the great ring wars that she was a part of. You are speaking the truth there, sir. Thank you. Yeah, Second. with her and her and Angelina Love definitely starting the women's revolution. Mm-hmm. That's right, they did. All I right, appreciated and respecting it. And yeah, so that is it for. Impact Wrestling. Um, I think after next week, we may not talk about it again till next year. No, I mean, do they even have any big shows coming after for the end of the year? No, he's on Raw. Big shows on Raw, not TNA. Well, big shows on Netflix, technically. Yeah, he's also on Netflix. I mean, I don't know if that show is going to get, you know, picked up for a second season. But I thought it was funny. I hope so. It was funny. It was definitely funny. I utterly enjoyed it. He's got some acting chops. I'll say Really? That. He really does. He really Even does. the pork chops that have chops, okay? Let's just be honest about it. No, no, no. He's dieted. He's going to die. Lost a lot of weight. He's back right. on my TV screen on a WWE ring. I, I just I don't want that. Well, well it's, per- it's the big show. That, that, that's, you know, you can think COVID for that. Okay. I think somebody remembering that they had a giant on file and that he was doing good on Netflix, and they were just like, "Let's pull in one of our semi Hollywood stars because The Rock is." No, they just no, they're just they're just like, who do we have that lives around here that will come and work? Because it's mm. been COVID is that that's basically what it is. But mm-hmm. all right, so I don't even know where Slammiversary is happening. Is it is it in Canada? Slammiversary is happening at an undisclosed location. Okay. So somewhere in Canada then. Canada or, or Tennessee? One or the other. It's definitely it not America. Canada because half of these Americans can't get there. Oh, that is true. All right. Uh, so let's go to Japan. Why don't we? Because, wow, did we get, we get, we get quite a show here. That sounds evil. Let's not do that. No, let's do that. Let's. Listen, we have to put through. We have to go through Impact, okay? For we spend what? a lot, a lot more time on Impact than we have in quite some time. Well, yeah, but Impact's twenty, the of two 20 plus minutes, twenty plus minutes talking about Impact Wrestling about just just making predictions. Yeah, but speaking of, how much is the pay per view on Fight TV? You know, I bought it, but I have no idea. So he, he didn't care how much how it was going to cost. He just, he just said he just gave him a blank check and said, "Here you go, take my money." Hold on, I think it you, was you got $30. the possibility that Mike Bennett was going to be there, and you said, "Take my money." You got dang right. The possibility of not only Mike Bennett but also Ethan Carter the third. Come on. 
I'm actually looking. Hold on. I can't remember how much I paid for it. Anyways, while I'm looking, let's talk about well, Japan. Because while you're looking, yeah, let's, 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 let's talk about this. Uh, first, the, uh, the finals of the New Japan Cup uh, brought us uh, Okada versus Evil. Of course, uh, you know, we, we, we knew this was going to be a good match. And I don't know about you guys, but, you know, we, we saw something about Evil coming look, after watching this match. Uh, the, the biggest takeaway I got was man, you saw how Sonata seemed to be like the next breakup star in the last couple of years, especially after Hiromu got injured. Uh, coming out of Los Ingobernables. But then he feels like, you know, Sonata took a step back and then out of nowhere, out came Evil because the last year or so, it, man, he's really been on another level. And him and uh, Okada here put in a great match. Uh, and I thought to myself, you know, like the match was everything I expected it to be. You know, it was, and the other way, Man, Okada still has some of the best leg drops. I'll say that. Drop kicks. Uh, yeah. Drop kicks. Yeah, yeah. That's what I meant. Drop yeah. Kicks. Well, of Drop course kicks. he's. Of course he's. Okada is still the best in the world. Just because he didn't win, just because he didn't win, doesn't mean he's not the best. Okay. Okada's still amazing. He's still outstanding. Um, he just came on the short end because Evil kept kicking him in the dick. Okay. That's yeah. what happened. That, that would put everybody, anybody kept, down. Yeah, and then he and then he hit him with everything's evil after he kicked after he stomped on his junk. So yeah. this is the darker evil that we saw throughout the New Japan Cup where he was literally not concerned with the safety of any of his opponents and just hurting people and uh to get the wins. Mm-hmm. He did it to his own tag team partners and Sonata. He attacked Yoshihashi before the match and literally continued to attack him afterwards, put you know, submitting him and uh trying to it put him on the shelf, rip his leg apart. Um, it's a very different evil than what we've seen recently, and uh, and it's I mean it's it's proved dividends as he's you know he wins the New Japan Cup. Yeah, and you know one thing is like when we saw the uh, Bullet Club come and interfere, we thought, oh man, uh, they're, they, you know, they're, just, they're just out to get Okada because you know yeah, yeah. Ghetto hates Okada. And, yeah. Okay. But and then at the he beat, end, he beat he beat he beat, he beat, he beat Ghetto. You know, Okada beat Ghetto and Ishimori. So yeah, the Bullet Club's just coming to mess with him. Yeah. But we so, saw when at when, the end, uh, Naito came out. Yep. They they had their words, of course. You know, whatever they say. You know, hey, we're gonna have a great match tomorrow. Blah 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 blah. But I'm still gonna win. We're still friends. And then he puts up the fist. You know. All yep, right, to do the And it looks like um, you know when uh, Evil goes into putting the fist, and then oh, you see those two little fingers Boom. come out. He puts he puts up the two sweet, and he then swipes him down, swipes him down with everything is evil, and then puts the beat down on him. And then the B team of uh, of Bullet Club comes in. This this is like C team level of Bullet Club, okay? <laughs> Apart from Ishimori, you got 
Jado Ghetto and and Takahashi. This is like C team, okay? That that, that that's why this the, is... the only the only reason why I said uh, that this was um, B team is only because Tajimori was there. If he hadn't been there, you had replaced him with like Chase Owens. Then he would have been the C team. So yeah. Well, yeah. the 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 prop the biggest problem with the Bullet Club is that the gimmick's always been them being outsiders, them being foreigners, mm-hmm. and. Now that all the foreigners are essentially locked out of the country, it leaves you with uh, not a, not a great selection of Bullet Club guys. But yeah, we have that. we yeah. have some better. We have some better coming. Um, as you know, Evil apparently now joining the Bullet Club. Mm-hmm. Some say he's the leader, but I don't know if that's the case just yet. Um, yeah, well, he's he definitely yeah, comes well, in. We'll find he's out. kind of the leader of the of the de facto right now. Yeah. Um, um. So yeah. So, so then we go on to Dominion. Well, let, before we like thoughts here on Evil joining Bullet Club. Uh, well, I'm I'm not a huge and, I'm not a huge Lij guy, and I never really have been. I don't really tranquilo. You know, I only really like a couple of the couple people. I like I I like Shingo a lot, and I kind of like Hiromu, but I don't like character. Um, I liked Evil kind of Sonata's okay. Um, I just don't really get night get behind Naito that much. He can put on good matches, but I don't really get like super excited into his stuff. So, not a huge Lij guy. So, the split up of the Lij, or or at least Evil breaking away, is not as heartbreaking for me as it is for a lot of people. A lot of people are very like, "Oh no, they're breaking him up," and and you know, I'm not that big into the group. So, him going to Bull Club was just kind of like a cool, weird story thing that made sense because you know, kind of because he's. A Bullet Club needs somebody that can lead in this era where most of the Bullet Club's not there, and B, um, you know, like you needed a big story to get people invested. While yet again, like a half to a third of the roster is unable to be there. Um, so, I think this is it. It makes for a good, interesting story. It makes people want to see more. What makes people want to see what's going to happen next? Yeah, what he said. Did you get a surprise on uh, the Slammiversary here? $40, and it's taking place from in, um, not from, well, yeah, from Skyway Studios in Nashville, Tennessee. I knew it was going to be in Tennessee. All the bad things happen in Tennessee. No, AEW is not based out of Tennessee. Wow. No. Well, all right. Yeah, so Mika Villa's uh, thoughts on Evil joining uh, the NWOB team, or, I mean, sorry, Bullet Club. Mm, wow. Wow. Um, this, I is, like this, this is like, this is Everything. like New Japan Pro, New Japan, NWO, New Japan B team. Which I knew they didn't have a B team then, but now they do. But, Look, the sorry, amount of people... Excuse me, the amount of people losing their minds online, the um, the meme, the reaction, yeah, I mean, there's nothing else. That puts that down pretty hard. Not so much about what happened, how it happened, and nobody was expecting it. The, the twist in terms of wrestling, we're used to kind of, I think, in America. We're expecting 
we're expecting some screw jobs, some this, some that, or whatever. And this kind of like took everybody by surprise. So I love the surprise of it all. Yeah. Uh, so we move on to the final, to the ne the next night. Uh, Dominion in Osaka, Hojo. And by the way, can I say, um, so happy to see fans in there. It definitely made a difference. Again, I, I yeah. didn't, I didn't listen. To, I, I had her mute, like I, I always do. But it was kind of neat to be able to see a few fans out there. Now, a whole lot. They they were putting a limit on it, but it was a, you know a good decent amount that made it made it definitely an improved view in my opinion. Yeah, no, it definitely helped um, add the to the viewing experience. It definitely helped add to uh, just the overall show having some crowd there, even though they were spaced out and everybody was wearing masks and. And all that good stuff. Um, yeah. So I right, so, definitely enjoyed that. Yeah. So I'm gonna skip the first four matches because you no, know, they're just tag matches. Uh, Sh Shingo Takagi defeated Show to retain the Never Openweight Championship. Surprised that 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 did not change hands, but Show looked really good here against Shingo. Yeah. Well, there's the. The story making rounds that Yo is injured and Yo will be out for some time, so it's going to be show running solo for a while. I don't know what they're going to do with the junior tag belts if they're going to try to strip them because Yo could be out for the end of the year. Um, he apparently tore his ACL, so I don't know if they're going to take the belts off of Show and Yo and have some kind of tournament or do something, but uh, it. Yeah, it's going to put something else, but that means that we get more show as a single star or find another tag team partner for him for the, for the interim. Um, but he definitely looked really good. He looked really good in their match in the New Japan Cup, um, this time just falling short from uh, Shingo, who is absolutely one of my favorite guys to watch right now. He is just so good. Um, and I'm happy to see the belt stay with him for a while longer. Yeah. Uh, Taishi and uh, Sex Saber Jr. defeated the Golden Ace. Um, another great match uh, here to uh, re to win uh, the WGP Tag Team Championships. I really enjoyed this match. Um, Taichi and uh, ZSJ definitely uh, dominated. They didn't just beat them; they pretty much dominated them pretty heavily. And it, you know, and especially after. Tai Chi introduced the Iron Glove um, and pretty much knocked out Kodobushi, and it just left Tanahashi in there by himself with the with uh, with the dangerous Techers, and uh, they uh, they looked really good. And I'm happy to see the happy to see Suzuki Gun get some gold. Suzuki Gun's Absolutely. pretty much my my main faction that I really enjoy. So happy to see uh, see them get some get some championships and get some recognition. Yeah. Our main event of the evening here. Naito defending the IWGP Heavyweight Championship and IWGP Intercontinental Championships against the newest uh, member of Bullet Club, Evil. Evil. Yeah. Um, 
a heck of a match. Evil definitely pulling no punches. Naito came out pissed off, as one would expect, having just been attacked by his former friend uh, the night before. But the big shocker also comes down when Bushi comes down mid-match and seems to come to help Naito, but instead helps Evil. And yeah, what the heck, happen. Bushi? I know. So we're looking at the first three members of LIJ. Bushi comes down and helps Evil. Evil ends up getting the win after once again stomping the testicles uh, and general chicanery with chairs and these kind of things that he's been that he did throughout the New Japan Cup. Um, so Evil wins. Evil is now your double champion. The Bushi unmasked to be none other than Dick. Togo, uh, original Kayentai member and yeah. former friend with Jado and Ghetto, and so he's got a long history of, of chicanerous behavior, and he is now a part of the Bullet Club. He is the first Paraha from uh, Evil joining the Bullet Club. But the big news, of course, Evil now your double champion, champion holding the IWGP and the Intercontinental Championship. Last is a sec here, uh, but first of all, Dick Togo. No offense to Dick Togo, but how many Virgils does Bullet Club need? Bullet Virgil Dick Togo is no Virgil, sir. Look, and not, not at Patrick, one point. All right, no, Look, you're wrong. You're forgive so me. Wrong. He's a he's he's he. In my opinion, he's currently has virtual status in Bullet Club. I legitimately know nothing about New Japan, and I can tell you, Dick Togo is not a Virgil. Look, that's because you're just repeating what they're saying. All right, that doesn't count. No, I've known. I've watched Dick Togo since the '90s. What do you that's mean? Great. Togo was originally in Kai and Tai when they I first just, came in and tried to choppy choppy Val Venus's pee pee. Pee pee. I know exactly, but listen, that was then. This is now. We're we're talking uh, about somebody who's probably just going to be in his corner every time he wrestles, cheering him on and helping him cheat. Well, he's first off, in in the twentieth, he's in the main event. So Virgil never Virgil never main evented, baby. Okay, it's a tag. Listen, match, listen. He, but he's in the main look, At some point, he accompanied Hulk Hogan, all right, during his Hollywood run. Virgil? Oh, yes. At some point, he did. But he didn't. He didn't wrestle no. alongside Hulk in the main event match. Okay. You are what? you are wrong, wrong, wrong when it comes You're to grasping. calling Dick Togo a Virgil. He right. he may not because he's wrestled a long time. He may not be as strong as he once was, but I think. They're going to con- they're going to push him as though he's somebody big and important, and because the Bullet Club is very very severely lacking right now, because they only have four members that can be in Japan, so I think they're gonna they're gonna push him as though he's a big deal. The way they're talking about him on social media, like here's what you need to know to catch up on who Dick Togo is if you're unfamiliar with him, like all those things. I think they're gonna push him as a big deal. I don't think they're just gonna push him as a lackey until they prove me wrong. You will be I proven wrong in the next two shows, I think. I think you'll be proven uh, wrong in the next two shows. I hope so. But here comes another question, though, from that is what happens with the never-open-weight six-man tag team championships? Technically, the champions are 
Bushi, Evil, and uh, Shingo Takagi. Evil now part of the Bullet Club. What happens with those belts? Evil was not carrying that belt throughout the New Japan Cup. He was not carrying that belt there. Do these belts just kind of go away for a little while now and only to reemerge later, or will that be discussed that they're going to somehow have have to strip the team if they're unwilling to fight together? Uh, I got I got to assume that they're going to that it's going to go vacant. You think they're going to go yeah, vacant, that, like strip the strip the championships strip because the titles, they won't yeah. fight together? Yeah, yeah. Well, I was either that or like maybe the title disappears and they just don't they just don't have it for a while. I don't know. Or uh, ever that'd be great. It's a good belt. Usually, it's a very it's a very interesting matchup because you get the six guys and a lot of title changes hands and stuff. Um, but that's another my my takeaway from the whole situation. But the biggest thing, of course, is is yeah, Dick Togo in. New Japan, Evil, now the champion, Bullet Club. Uh, you know, LIJ fans are crying everywhere because not only did Evil break away, but Evil then defeated the leader Naito um, and tricked everybody into thinking that Bushi was leaving with him, even if for only a few minutes. Yeah. Well, Evil was evil. The new, the the, the, the new story. Evil reign. Yeah, but is it the evil era of the Bullet Club now? Since we've we've had the Rock and Roller era, we've had uh, the Phenomenal era, we had the Omega era or the Elite era, I guess depending on who you, how you talk about it, and then we had yeah. the Cutthroat era, the Switchblade. Um, you know, are we now in the evil era of the Bullet Club? Maybe. Well, you know, like, and th- this brings to the point, right? When you were asking. You know, is he going to be the, the the leader of Bullet Club? You know, I think Switchblade is definitely going to have something to say about that. Uh, but yeah. at, the, at the end of the day, who's got the belts? There you go. Yeah. The shots. I would. You one would think, yeah. So now we don't, we we have Dominion in the bags. We have a show on the twentieth. And then we have a show on the 25th of the only other New Japan show scheduled right now for the end of the month. Um, but at the show on the 25th, Hiromu Takahashi will be challenging Evil for those championships. It was made official. So Hiromu will be looking to not only be a double champion, but a triple champion. Yeah. By by being the IWGP Junior Champion and challenging for the IWGP Intercontinental and Heavyweight Championships, so looking to 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 get some revenge for Lij, um, and what what should be a, an outstanding matchup. Yeah, I'm definitely looking forward to it. I don't know if uh, if uh, Takahashi will win the triple crown here. Yeah, I don't know uh, if he'll win, but it'll be a fantastic match, I think. It will be. Yeah, uh, I, I'm almost just gonna say, you know, they want to save Takahashi's win for when they're in front of a crowd, but they they have a crowd. So. Yeah, they have some crowd. Yeah. 
But who knows? They, they might ease off that, you know, every once in a while. I'm not yeah. sure. We don't know. This is a test, I guess. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so do you guys want the other two that are very quiet right now? Uh, do you guys want to see an e- a long evil reign? Sure. Then it's like, a, I mean, Eric's like, as long as I don't have to watch it. <laughs> I think that you need, I, I like the fact that there is right now a heel champion. That everybody's got to step their game up. Everything's kind of in chaos. There are questions, uh, even amongst the Bullet Club themselves. So, um, right now, over on that end of the world, things are a little bit better as far as pandemic goes. But it's still a, a question of who's in charge, what's happening, and evil's the perfect person to have everybody love to hate. So, a, a long, mm-hmm. nice title reign would be good right now. Yeah, I guess the biggest question of all is: Is evil is Bullet Club fine? We'll see. Bullet Club is Everybody. always fine. Everything is always the same. Never ever. But we did see the Civil War of two years ago, or three years ago, whatever that was. We they, don't recognize uh, that. Eric, class, I guess, we don't recognize yeah. that Bullet Club is fine. It's always been fine. It will never be fine. I, I, I wish I had been like Eric and I watched so. this one. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. All right. Uh, let, let, let's come back to this side of town now. Uh, Orlando, Florida, uh, where we had uh, another uh, fun week uh, of WWE wrestling. Uh, you know, same old, same old for um, what you would call it, uh, Raw and SmackDown. Uh, which, by the way, to uh, you know, to add to Eric's hell, uh, are you ready to see uh, a bro continental champion? Oh, I don't watch SmackDown solely because he's on it. So you, you're not gonna watch the moment of time when he becomes champion. No, nope. zero interest in anything that he does, especially now. So yeah, <clears throat> right. I missed it. What are we talking about? Uh, um, Matt Riddle. He's challenging. Uh, yeah. Oh. AJ Styles for the <clears throat> Intercontinental Championship. That POS. This Friday night on speaking SmackDown. Of, speaking of controversy and people who aren't getting, you know, whatever. Yeah, that's. Honestly, I yeah, Riddle's. I can't see him winning. I really think that that's not gonna happen. I think that they they brought him up because that was the plan and the storyline and all the other stuff. But I don't, I don't think it's a good look if they put a title on him. He's already getting too much attention. Um, but for them to put a title on him, I think would be horrible as far as relations and social media interactions would go for the company. Is he the only one that has brought lawyers? Who's involved lawyers in his thing? No, yeah, he's brought lawyers, but is there any other people? Other people claim they brought, they've gotten lawyers involved as well. A few have. Gotcha. All right, 
Uh, so, uh, quickly before we get to um, the uh, horror show at Extreme Rules, uh, this past Wednesday, uh, two key matches uh, I want I want to talk about. First, uh, the NXT and North American Champion uh, wrestled uh, Dominic Dijakovic. Uh, I can't Thank remember. I, I think this was. Uh, it, didn't I say it right this time? No, you messed it up. Mm-mm. Whatever. Uh, another great match between these two. These two have great chemistry. Yeah, they've had chemistry I mean, together for five years. They've wrestled yeah. like a million times. So. Yeah. Yeah. Another great match. They're the, um, they're the Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn of big men. Fight forever. Yeah. Um, but they're but they're they're no Johnny Gargano versus Tommaso Ciampa. All right. Yeah, so. nobody can be that level of good. Well, they haven't they haven't started spurned a, f- a blood feud like Johnny like Johnny and Ciampa did. Yeah. Anyways, but they're having great matches every time they get in the ring together. Indeed. Speaking of, I was going to some pictures today, and I saw that I took a picture with Funaki once. When did you meet Funaki? Uh, one of the times that Lee had a Raw here, um, and I skipped school, and I went to, and I was outside, uh, by, outside of where the wrestlers parked, and they walked by. And you met SmackDown's number one announcer. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, I met him, and uh, uh, this was in the, uh, I think, 99. So I was still in high school. Oh, okay. You skipped uh, school? Yeah. Bad, bad boy. What a horrible I, individual. I took a picture with Al Snow. Also, oh, Jerry goodness. the King Lawler. Oh, um, goodness. You picked, you picked some winners there. I, Eddie Guerrero would not pose. With anybody, he so I took a picture of him walking. He's the only that would not pose. Tori, man, a, a bunch of folks. Was it was Sergeant hmm. Slaughter one of them too? Yeah. I don't know. You tell me. Yes, your story. There, there were a whole lot about your story. <laughs> I, I was more asking myself. Gotcha. We, we were there. We're just hearing about it. I know. We're just hearing about it. How should I know? <laughs> it was rhetorical. Think is this? <laughs> All right. Okay. Okay. So that's a fun story, though. So you got a lot of pictures. Was it on? A, here's the here's the real question. Was it on an actual camera, or did you have like a disposable? Fujifilm camera. Those are, it was one of those disposable. It was 1999. I used to always use the dis, I used to always use the disposables. I preferred them because of because of Sonny Ono and his Fujifilm. Jesus Christ. Disposables. So I used to always get disposables to charity wrestling shows, and because I didn't want to carry a real camera around because it used the real camera getting broken. Yeah, you you changing you, you, film you, and all that stuff. Right. You gotta laugh when you see that I go to sporting. You were, you were rocking. Oh. Look, that's why you have to get a girl to take the pictures for you. That's what I've done the last yeah, few sure. years. All right, uh, NXT. Um, the women main evented NXT as Io Shirai 
uh, defeated Tegan Knox uh, to retain the uh, NXT Women's Championship. Seems to be a commonplace now with the women main eventing NXT, doesn't it? Look, why don't they just give the women their own brand? I'm okay with that. You will never hear me argue against that. I mean, they deserve it, I think. They got enough yeah. people there. They can definitely make a roster. They deserve it. They deserve Evolution 2. They deserve May Young Classic 3. I think it was a calculated move to have the women main event because women's wrestling is, you know, huge right now and kind of getting, um, especially with EO being the champ or whatever. But I think it was a calculated programming move because I had two TVs in front of me and I was watching both NXT and AEW. And of so, course, AEW's main event was John Moxley coming back to fight Brian Cage. So, you know, what better way to, to pull some of your viewers or some of those viewers than to have your main event be these two women who can, you know, flat out go? Yeah, you wanted I didn't to have expect some... that to be the main event. At all. Well, you, I was, I was, well, you know, it, you wanted a good wrestling match, like you mentioned, people who could go. And, uh, you know, if Keith Lee wasn't really going to have a big match that was like a big building match, and you already had, the, you know, Tegan won the number of contendership, so that was a big build to her winning, um, you know, winning the gauntlet match and stuff. So I think that made a little bit of sense. And, of course, it's, you know, it's just over four years since the – the debut of the women's evolution. So I think they wanted to kind of commemorate that as well by having the women main event. Um, they pushed it on social media as well. They pushed that course, hard. Yeah. yeah, of course. That's what they do. Um, but uh, I think I think it kind of made sense. And it was yet again, it was a good match. And EO oh. retains. It, it um, was great. Uh, are you guys back? Then, Did you guys disappear? We didn't no? disappear. We're here. We did. Really? Have you guys been here this um, whole time? Because you guys yeah. disappear from my screen. Uh, no? no, I've been here. Yeah, that is the weirdest thing. But um, but then then after the match, of course, comes the big thing where there's one of two ways you can get a championship title shot. Okay, you do it like Tegan did. You win a number one contenders match, or you just do like Dakota did and just run and kick the champion in the face. And then the champion wants to fight you, and you get a title match. So that's the best way to do it, right? I mean, it seems like it. It's. The, I mean, it it's was a hell of a way. kick. It really was. There's a reason she's the leader of Team F and Kick. I, I mean, that was a team kick your face off. I was like, wow, okay. So, can, can we follow that same formula at work? Like, let's say, you know, if you want a promotion, <laughs> you work hard to earn it, or. You just, or you just go and just kick somebody other, in the face. Get the other person the fired. Yeah, get the person ahead of you fired, and then you can take their position. Yeah. Hey, that's what I mean. Right. Good for yeah. me. That's how spots are won, boys and girls. Speaking of formulas, yeah. this episode uh, brought to you yeah. by Starbucks. Uh, they are uh, currently drinking um, a uh, venti ch- uh, chocolate chip. Uh, Frappuccino because coffee sucks. So yeah. You know, this episode is there, brought right? to you by Starbucks because they own my life forever. 
Wow. In some yeah. way, because eat fresh. Okay, I mean, are we done plugging our sponsors? <laughs> Who are not really sponsors? Yeah, I don't really have work? a sponsor. I'm just drinking water from the tap. <laughs> I'm drinking oh. water from my pure that I got from yeah. my new roommate and the food yeah. that my new roommate made for me tonight. So, yeah. There you go. There you go. Danny, are you in the whole county? I am in Gwinnett County. Are you still in Gwinnett? Okay, I wasn't sure... I'm like I'm, I'm like almost in I'm like almost in the hall, but okay. like you can leave my you can be in Hall County in a couple minutes. Gotcha. But I'm still technically in Gwinnett. Gotcha. It's kind of, it's kind of like with me when I used to live, you know, like getting on the exit, you make a left. You're in Kennesaw in Cobb County. You make a right mm. where I live now. You're in Ackworth in Cherokee County. Yeah. It's literally yeah. like semi. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah, that's pretty much the way it is. Yeah. All right. Yeah, so yeah, Gwinnett Kenny, uh, another sponsor, bringing us uh, keep, keeping Danny Danger hydrated for tonight's show. Yes. Yeah. Uh, now back to our uh, regularly scheduled program. Um, yeah. Uh, Dakota Kai, I mean, look, she was going to find a way to get, uh, you know, get that title show eventually because he surely wasn't going to be by earning it. But. I like it. I like this new attitude of Dakota Kai. And, I mean, who else, in reality, who else are you going to put in there, right? I mean, mo- most of the females who are heels of real consequence are mostly all just moved up to the main roster. Yep. Which, by the way, Shayna Baszler back on Raw this past Monday. Thank God. Yeah. And uh, are, are we are we seeing the uh, the the EST riot tag team there? You know, I mean, proving that they are the more iconic tag team. Okay, well they're not. They're thrown together tag team. <laughs> um, however, I do kind of like the pairing of Bianca and Ruby. Um, I think. It was a good way to reestablish Bianca, and it's a good way. It was a good way to show Ruby off as somebody that could actually be a legitimate force in the women's division um, by beating an established tag team. Uh, I like the pairing; um, they kind of worked well together. When was the last time the Iconics won a match? The week before last. I'm sorry. The Monday last Monday. They both beat Ruby in singles matches. Okay. So, but as a tag team? Probably the week before they beat Ruby individually. All right. They've been winning. Didn't they matches. lose? Let's the, take, let's yeah, take they a lost to Bailey and Sasha, but then they beat. Uh, who was it? The last, the, the last time they won a match together was June 15th. I mean, that's less than a month ago. Or actually, uh-huh. a month ago. And, a month ago. And, 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 and before that, May 11th. Okay. So they, they've only what, won twice. What is your point, actually? Because they're they, still an established they, team. They, they have only won twice two matches this year. And they've only been in, like, four or five tag team matches. So those are still good odds. 
they, they were seven matches actually. So wow, that's uh, <laughs> more than five. <laughs> Iconic. But the the fact of the matter is, uh, I'll give you, I'll, I'll I'll play devil's advocate here. They are a legitimate tag team in, in every sense of the word, but unfortunately, the women's division is lacking. Adequate competition because the Iconics, having been former champs, have run through everybody. And Bailey and Sasha are too um, too much of the golden children. They've got the uh, Charlotte disease, where they cannot lose, where you can't have a legitimate tag team fight these two and win right now. So the pairing of Ruby with Bianca gives the uh, women's tag team division a fresh new outlook because we've seen the mini pairings before fall before the champions and fall before. Iconics again, who are pretty much, if not the best legitimate tag team, the second best legitimate tag team there in the WWE's women division. There, y'all welcome. Well, when you put it that way, I'm good at putting things places. All right, I'm done here. Before, 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 uh, before they, the two matches in 2019, the last time they won a match was right in, in 2019, right before they lost the championships to the Kabuki Warriors. So, you know, except for that one match they won on main event. Who watches main event? Anyways. All right. Are you guys ready for this Sunday live on WWE Network? Not free for new subscribers. However, if you are not a subscriber, you can log in and view everything for free. Well, not everything, but a lot of it. I don't know if they're airing the pay-per-views for free, um, the live shows uh, on the free network. Uh, but if you want the full experience, you have to pay $9.99, which is a better deal than $39.99 or $40 that the Canadian company is charging Eric and many more people. The horror show at Extreme Rules is happening this Sunday, uh, a week from last Sunday. Bless you. And here we are in no particular order for the United States Championship. Apollo Crews defense against MVP. Unless he has the tunnel, he's not winning the match. It goes to I stay Apollo Crews. Yeah, I'm going with Apollo. The tunnel. Oh, Jesus Lord. MVP's big tunnel. Come on. I'm coming. I'm going MVP. I'm going MVP just because it's new gold and, you know, he likes bling bling. So, MVP. And hurt business. He's in the hurt business, and business is good. I kind of like that. Business is booming. Business is banging. I mean, you've got so many playoff words to do with that, though. All right, so we're split 50 50 here. All right. Um, for the um, Raw Women's Championship, Oscar versus defense against Sasha Banks. You bet against Oscar ever. She's not ready for Oscar. So no, I'm going with Oscar. Yeah. She's not ready for Oscar. If you bet against Oscar, you're a fool. You're a fool, and a fool and his money are soon parted. Yeah. Don't, 
Don't talk about me like that. I'm sitting right here. My gosh. Are you really sitting? I'm actually sitting right now. Yes, I am. Um, So, again, remember what I said about Bailey and Sasha being the golden children and can't lose? Um, Yeah. Sasha, because shenanigans. That's what I'm going with. You know, I do like the, what was it? What is she calling herself? Sasha, or what is she saying she's going to call Sasha three shows. Uh, Sasha no belt. Sasha three shows. Sasha, was it like two belts? Because Beck, or it was Bailey those belts. I don't know. Whatever the moniker is, I like it, but it's not going to happen. We're going with Oscar. All right. Then for the SmackDown Women's Championship, Bailey defense against Nikki Cross. I'm not sure if Nikki actually takes it this time. I think Bailey retains. I don't think it's Nikki's time just yet. Yeah, I'm I'm with you, Bailey. My heart tells me it's gonna be Nikki, but my brain tells me it's gonna be Bailey. Oh, yeah. Those belts continues. Does Justin Timberg tell you it's gonna be May? No. Sorry, I had to do that. As bad as it was, I had to do that. Where were we? You didn't really, oh, you yeah. Didn't really have to. You didn't really have to. You just wanted Look, to. Listen, it's with positive ratings, man. Um. Yeah, the Wyatt Swamp fight, Bray Wyatt against Braun Strowman. Is this supposed to be for the title? I don't think it's been advertised as a title. Match. I don't think it's. I don't think it's, it's not. been advertised for a title. Which tells me that Bray Wyatt is going to win it. it. Wouldn't make sense to make it non-title, not to have the the champion win. Yeah, but I guess you win. can't. It's not. It's going to be more of a. Fight and then you walk away versus a fight to a pinfall. So I'm guess that's why I'm thinking it's not for the championship. Yeah, we'll, we'll Braun follow the brothers. The swamp. Do what? Charles Robinson ain't going out to the swamps. Oh, that is true. Mm. It could be. You never know. No, maybe he's no. got family over there. If duty calls little Nate, she shows up. Now put one of the newbies in there. I mean, should Drake put a. Uh, I mean, Drake's uh, fought in worse Drake. places, right? Yeah, I mean, he came Probably. from TCW. Come on. If he doesn't have, you know, I mean, he's kind of immune to COVID of the things that he's, of the blood Dude, that he's spilled in that, the places he's been. That, that, that man's got to have a great immune system. Yeah. Mm, yeah. All right. So, yeah, I think we're on agreement, Bray, here. Bray. Yeah. Like Either Mika's out on assignment other. right now or she yeah. is falling asleep. I cannot tell. I think it's assignment. I think it's assignment. All right, there we called. go. Uh, perfect. Uh, then an eye for an eye. Match. Arrgh. An eye. The pirate, the pirate show. Yeah. Yeah, apparently we're, we're keeping this theme year long. The match can only be won when one competitor Tracks an eye of their op- 
opponent. Again, you can only win by ripping off your opponent's eye. Yeah. Yeah. Like... I think it's, it's the shock. It's the shock factor. They they want people to see like, are they really going to do that? Are they really going to do that? Can they do that? How are they going to make it look good? You know, like, then what are they going to do afterwards? Is the guy just going to go on with a patch for the rest of his career? You know, like, listen. So I think that's the big thing. Yeah. If they make it, if they can make it happen and look good. That production team deserves an Emmy. But they All won't right. get it because it's pro wrestling. I'm sure, but they deserve it. it I mean, look, we, we still are talking about how good uh, the, you know, the last ride man, not the last ride, was the, the gr- no graveyard, no yard match no was. Yard. You know, the cinematic thing and then the stuff with uh, Bray and Cena and you know, all the different things that they do and all the cinematic things, you know, they're kind of playing around with things with the greatest uh, match ever and if they can make this you know, they're going to do a swap match, Chuck, I figure it's going to have the cinematic feel but man if they can pull off pull, you know, ripping off somebody's eye yeah Give them an Emmy, please. Uh, I'm going with Rollins. Um, I think we're all missing the bigger picture here. It's been the long-awaited re-debut of Pirate Paul Burchard. That's he going to be the one who extracts the eye? That's the end game, guys. We're finally going to get Pirate Paul Burchell back. And I like the better when he was the Ripper. The Ripper, ah, I like. He was the Ripper briefly, and then he became yeah. the pirate. Yeah, he was uh, better when he was uh, just mean, angry guy. What if I got it? What if Seth Rollins gets a new bodyguard, Isaac Yankum, but instead of Isaac rip, you know, yanking teeth, teeth. he starts yanking eyes out. <laughs> I mean, hey. It's what about Scotty? What about Scotty Riggs coming back as the flock? He already had an eye missing. Okay, he knows okay. what it's like, bro. Okay. Um, I think what's going to happen is Seth Rollins is going to tear the eye off of the name Rey Mysterio on his pants, and he wins. There you go. Eye for an eye. He's extracting the eye. Well, sure. Uh, I'm legitimately it, it, just impressed with this. Like, I want to see how this goes down. Yeah, it's going to be interesting. That's for sure. Now, what I would assume would be the main event, but who knows? Any of these matches could be the main event. Yeah. Drew McIntyre defends the WWE Championship against Dolph Ziggler in a match uh, that is Stipulation is to be determined. It's going to be picked by Dove Ziggler. Dove uh, earned the right to name the stipulation. Uh, so, yeah, he's going to choose something. Uh, I assume it's going to be something horrific, which, you know, just a singles match with Ziggler is good enough for that. But 
Let's see how they can top it. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm unsure how what kind of match they're going to do if they um, if they uh, if they do some kind of you know no disqualification, last man standing. I don't. It's not like Dolph Ziggler has a signature match. Um, yeah, he definitely doesn't. Yeah, so I don't know what match they're going to go with. Um. Yeah. Well, if my co-host was here, who also believes just as much as I do about this, then she would agree with me. Dolph Ziggler is your new WWE champion after Sunday and night. New. And, and new. And new. And the wiggle is back. Yes. Thank you. Thank you, Mika. All the yeses. Perfect. All the greatness that what is kind Dolph. of well, here's the Could. what kind of match do they fight in though? That's the that's the bigger question we're discussing right Ooh, now. Dolph is stipulations. Dolph is going to do whatever Dolph needs to do in order to win. So Dolph is going to pick a I'm not six foot three and I win the match match and you know hey he won. I mean whatever whatever it takes Dolph is going to do that. Um, Ladder match. Is, Dolph is great at cage match. Dolph is great. Like. Come on. It doesn't Being matter what he picks. Dolph is great at. It doesn't I mean, matter what he picks. We all know Drew is going to lose. Sorry, not sorry. Time for the show off to be champion again. It is past time. It is overdue. Give Ziggler the ball. Let him wiggle with it. It's not showing off if you back it up. Damn right. Yeah, sure. Mm-hmm. McIntyre wins. McIntyre. Mika, we're going to have some very disappointed uh, co-hosts. Uh, they they, they don't even sound excited. They're McIntyre. Like, I know. They're just oh. they're sad because they know what's going to happen. But in their heart of hearts, they just they have to. They have to hate on Dolph Ziggler. They have to go against the man. That should be the face of WWE. I mean, they brought him back to the big show to save Raw, okay? No, no, they brought the big show to save Raw. No, they brought the big show to Florida because he's a Florida champion. That don't count for nothing. I'm saying they brought Dolph to Raw because they needed that spark. They needed that energy. They needed people to care. People love Dolph. They love to hate Dolph, like you two. So clearly, he's already... The champ, because he's doing the job that Drew McIntyre can't, which is to get people feeling entertained and ready to go. Come on. And what's even crazier about our our boy Ziggles is that he's living up the promises that Drew McIntyre couldn't even make. Like, he brought back Heath Slater to give Heath Slater his one last opportunity at the WWE Championship that Drew promised him. But you know who owned up to that promise and got him that title match? Dolph Ziggler. Because Dolph Ziggler is the man. DZ crew for life. That's For life. Are you guys done? For right now. We might come up with something else in a minute. We we do reserve the right to continue. Go ahead. Yeah. So that is going to be... 
That is going to be the horror show at Extreme Rules this Sunday, one week from last Sunday, 7 p.m. Eastern Time uh, on WWE Network. Uh, sign up, nine ninety nine. Uh, it'll be worth it for the most part. Somebody's worth eyes getting Dolph ripped off. Ziggler win the world title again. All right. As I say each and every week. It is time for our main event of the evening. Are we ready? Yeah. Meaning, sure. did everybody watch their homework? Well, <laughs> listen, oh, I'm it, out. I mean, <laughs> it, I mean, you watched it at some point in your life. Just did you rewatch it to remember it? I'm just going to we'll copy see. off of somebody's paper, um, okay? Just lean back so I can oh, see your, your answers. Thank you. Look, the fa- the fact that the, you have made a selection for the first time in what three months that we've been doing this, Mika, it's enough. I think you you passed this week. Woohoo! All right. E uh, so yeah, so the third week of uh, other ticker matches, and we decided for the last two weeks, this week and next week, we'll be covering his WrestleMania matches. So eight uh, of his twenty uh, three. No, is it 23? I think, no, 21 was where it ended, and then they had five more, so 26 matches uh, that the Undertaker had. We only picked eight, uh, so we got four this week, and, well, we start what we always do in the early 90s, early to mid-90s. We go um, not that, that far, though. We go to the late 90s this time. Uh, 1997. So, 1997 was uh, a good year, I think, for Undertaker. Uh, he had uh, he he had spent a lot of 1996 dealing with mankind. So, 1997, uh, he kicks off the Royal Rumble, challenging uh, Shawn Michaels for uh, the WWF Championship, which he uh, you know unsuccessfully uh, challenges, of course. Then he goes on to uh, get eliminated at the Royal Rumble match by Stone Cold Steve Austin. Uh, Then he's in a Four Corners match for the vacant WWF Championship at In Your House Final Four, uh, which uh, had to happen because Shawn Michaels lost his smile. Uh, uh, Brett won, however, yeah, yeah, Undertaker uh, then went on to challenge Psycho Sid uh, at WrestleMania 13, uh, which is where we are now with Danny's choice. So here we are. Yes, yeah, so I won the match with uh, Big Man versus Big Man that was from the earlier edge of the Undertaker streak um, and Psycho Sid being the, the best of those big men, I feel. Um, you know, as as able to carry a match and put on a match, definitely better than the Bundy and the Giant Gonzalez matches. Um, but uh, yeah, so I wanted this one just because I it had been a long time since I'd sat and watched it, and I thought wanted to give another watch. And um, you know, Sid does a lot in this match. He controls the Undertaker for a lot, which was unheard of at the time. Nobody you know dominated and controlled the Undertaker and pounded on him and beat him up and 
You know, Sid was coming off the, the ropes a lot more than you see Sid usually do because he's not towering over somebody. Um, and apparently Sid fought so hard he pooped himself. So that's, <laughs> that's worthy of, uh, of watching this match in itself. But, of course, this was early in the streak. We knew Undertaker was not going to lose in this, in this match because we knew the streak continued. Uh, but it was a fun match, and you get to see Undertaker, Tombstone, Sid, and get the win. Yeah, yeah definitely. This, really this match, yeah, this, this match was crazy. Uh, I thought, you know, really, Sid looked really good in, in the in the match. I thought, uh, you know, e- even battling on the outside um, with the Undertaker, uh, I always thought that psychologically, Sid was always on point, um, and usually never disappointed as long as he wasn't softball season. Uh, so I, I really enjoyed this match for that. Of course, Bret Hart getting involved uh, because this was during the whining area of, era for Bret Hart, always complaining about people going after him and whatever not. Uh, but yeah, eventually Bret Hart came out uh, to uh, get get involved. Sido got rid of him and paid the big prices. Uh, he got Tombstone, and at the end of the night, uh, the Lord of Darkness, the Undertaker, uh, won uh, the WWF title for the second time. Yeah, um, to me, this match started off just a little bit slow, but um, it picked up pretty much, uh, I'd say after about the 5-10 minute mark, it got really flyy and... Just a big man brawl, honestly, and I really enjoyed it. Um, yeah, this this is a match that I've seen multiple times because WrestleMania 13 is one of actually one of my favorite WrestleManias. Um, but yeah, I enjoyed this match. Sid probably one of Sid's best matches, honestly, because he really did he really did look good and. Um, it was weird to kind of see Taker fighting from underneath. Uh, I mean, he wasn't technically really fighting from underneath, but he was always, te- he for the most part, was taking the brunt of the offense. So it was fun. I enjoyed it. Mika, do you remember any anything match- about WrestleMania 13? Any match that Sid didn't break a, a ankle was a good match, but this one was exceptionally good. I mean, apparently he has issues with body parts, and that's why, you know, he pooped and not broke something. Um, I mean, come on. Let's be honest, though. Wouldn't you poop if you were facing The Undertaker? I I mean, I would have pooped before, and I would have ran away during. So, you know, (laughs) uh, that's just kind of how that's supposed to go, not, you know, pooping in the middle of it. Um, No, it was like you guys kind of covered it all. Where it was one of those those deals where you know you see these two literally these two giants because at the time I can I can't remember anybody being as big you know and looking apart they looked like giants they looked like you know behemoth warriors kind of going back and forth so um, and it was a it was memorable because it was like hard hitting and again these huge giant men fighting I mean what what's not to like about it. Yeah. Other than the poop. Uh, other than the poop. Other than the poop. 
So then we're going to go ahead and move a few years later. Uh, of course, at this time, uh, Undertaker 6-0, strict though, not acknowledged just yet until we come to WrestleMania 21. I believe this was 2004. And, uh, well, Undertaker um, faces off against Randy Orton, who at this point in, in time, uh, Randy Orton was doing this whole legend killer gimmick. He had been uh, killing basically every single legend he could. But then uh, oh, he ran into the Undertaker. Uh, if I remember correctly, too, uh, wasn't uh, wait, was this uh, the first uh, the how the uh, in the I mean, the WWE goes Hollywood? I think this was the WrestleMania goes Hollywood, yeah, yeah. I, I, I love that, I, I love the whole Hollywood, I love the vignettes. Shout out to the production team making those uh, vignettes with uh, Hollywood, but yeah, man, um. Here we are, Undertaker. Uh, the dead man returns to face Randy Orton. Um, and the, the streak is first acknowledged here. Uh, first referred and, to as the streak, yeah. Because right. they talked about it during the Sid match, like that the Undertaker's never lost at WrestleMania, but using the term the streak had not really been coined yet. Yeah. And so we get an interesting thing here because... Uh, the Undertaker, um, here, uh, I thought, okay, well, when you come to killing legends, how can you kill, uh, someone who is already dead? Um, and, well, it did not at, at all, um, disappoint, uh, here, uh, with, uh, the Undertaker, uh, putting, uh, Randy Orton to rest uh, in peace, although I don't think Randy Orton has found peace yet. Uh, the, the thing here, though, Bob, uh, Bob Orton Jr. Uh, you know, was uh, at the side of his son, and he it very much interfered during the match. Um, yeah. And I th- wasn't this after the fact, after this match, that uh, they found out that... Uh, he had some. He had tested positive for some type of disease, and then the Undertaker got all mad, and then we never saw Bob Orton Jr. ever again. I don't know what you're talking about now. I have no idea what you're talking about. You guys never heard of that? No. No. Tested no. positive for like what kind of disease? I don't know. Like some type of uh, COVID or something. Some type of blood disease, because I think Undertaker had, was bleeding, and he was. Uh, or, or Bob Orton Jr. was bleeding at some point during the feud, and then he had testimony, and he could have infected Undertaker. Uh, no, I don't know anything about that. No? no? Well, it was good, guys. You guys should have been a- there for that. Yeah, apparently. No, the, ma- the match was really good, and uh, Orton, you know, doing like he does, and especially at this time, was... was- was so good in everything he was doing. And, you know, a lot of points in the match where he's countering the Undertaker's key offense and, uh, you know, the Undertaker's combos that he had set up, you know, Orton was finding a way to 
to counteract them and at one point you know countered the choke slam into the uh the RKO which was still kind of in its infancy he was still doing it like with one arm and throwing the one arm out it was it was kind of ugly looking but he he was uh he was still using it and uh it's a good match i mean realistically they could have made a good point and had the streak end here and it would have meant so much to orton um but i mean it seems that you know Orton isn't hurting for anything, and uh, the streak would live on. So this is my favorite Randy Orton and Undertaker match. Um, I'm glad I got chosen. Um, so to, to, to go off that, even in 2005, I thought it was a tragedy that Randy Orton lost to The Undertaker. Like, um I had felt then, and I feel now, like this was this was a pivotal point for Orton, you know, um, beating Redacted for the world title in what was it, July of '04 or August of '04, one of the two, and then losing it to Triple H a month later, and immediately kind of disappeared off the wayside until the Legend Killer came back. Um, and then after he loses the taker, he kind of flounders in obscurity until middle 07. So I just, I thought maybe this was a way to establish a star and make him establish his beating him at beating Undertaker at WrestleMania. So I didn't understand then, and I still don't really understand now why Orton wasn't the chosen one. Um, well, I guess I do understand why now, because apparently... Taker proposed it to Orton, and Orton turned it down. Um, so, I mean, it was a great match. Like you said, the Orton pretty much had every move Taker had scouted. Um, that RKO choke slam is one of my favorite moves that Orton like. It, he just he transitioned it so beautifully. Um, and one piece of advice to anybody ever going up against Undertaker is do not try to put him in a tombstone. He will reverse it. He will tombstone you. You will lose. Yeah, did, did Sid also try that at WrestleMania 13? Yeah, Sid did. Yeah. Yeah. And it didn't work out for Sid. They, just, they never learned the skits. They never learned. No. Yeah, but uh, I thought it was interesting. And just to correct myself, uh, this was uh, 2005, not 2002. Uh, I mean, not 2004, like I originally said. Even I can be wrong every once in a while. Do you remember this match? There you go. Mika's still uh, unavailable. Yeah, she's on the assignment once again. So we can go oh, to. Yeah. I'm, I'm sorry. Oh. Yeah, this. I, I think we were talking about Randy versus Taker. Yeah. Yes. Uh, first time that somebody um, was actually trying to uh, beat the streak of the Undertaker. I I, I kind of I'm with Eric in the boat of you know young rash cocky Randy Orton. Um, I just felt in my heart and my soul that he was going to be Undertaker. I did not want it to happen, but I thought it was going to happen just based on the fact that Randy had such a, a build and such a, a, a devious nature going into that. But uh, again, Undertaker, 
being the uh, dead man and the, the spirit that he is prevail. But I do remember that this was this was one of the times that I really legitimately bought into the fact that the Undertaker could lose and that he, he should have lost, but he didn't. He prevailed. So yeah. Yeah, so then we go over to uh, only a couple of years, I believe, to yeah, then uh, match twenty-four. Uh, match against um, Edge, right? And um, yeah, this was for the World Heavyweight Championship. Uh, and yeah, uh, this was, I believe, uh, your pick, Eric. It was. Uh, it's one of my favorite edge matches. Um, just the whole the whole lead up to this, I really enjoyed. Um, I don't know if you guys remember the whole La Familia with Chavo, Vicky. Uh, I think it was Bam Neely. I think that was his name. Um, and then Edge, the Edgeheads of Ryder and Hawkins, um, La Familia, and. They had been trying to screw Taker for a long time. Like, every time Taker would potentially get a title match, somebody from La Familia would stop it, or somebody from La Familia would interfere, or Vicky Guerrero would screw him out of it uh, because Vicky was Edge's quote-unquote wife. Um, But the match finally happened at WrestleMania. Yeah, this was after uh, Edge won the... uh... The Elimination Chamber. Yep, after Edge won the Elimination Chamber. Because um, Taker had won the Rumble that year, if I'm not mistaken. No, this was 08. So no, Under- did Undertaker did not win. He, yeah, lost, he, won he, he got eliminated before. by Sean. Yep. He won, yep. Um, so, yeah. Um, I really enjoyed this match. Edge made Taker look, look good. But, I mean, Taker was still at the age where he could go. Um once again, uh, from my understanding, Taker offered Edge the streak. Edge turned it down. Um, so, yeah, Taker wins again. Uh, I think the – what was it? The spear and then Charles Robinson running down the aisle is always the funniest thing to me. Is oh, my gosh. Like, it took him it two took and a half minutes. <laughs> like, they just put the camera on him, and I'm like, all right, I need to go pee real quick. And then by the time I got back, he slid in the ring. He's still running. Yeah. So yeah. it was – At um, least he didn't trip. Oh, God. Had he tripped, it would have just been fantastic. Just rolled down and, the like, ring. Hurt, him, hurt himself, like broken a leg, and then they would have – it would have been so weird. Yeah. Um, but – Hell's Gate to end it. I thought it was a tremendous match. Um, but yeah, that was my pick. It was uh, it was my second pick because my first pick got taken. Yeah. Undertaker wins the uh, World uh, Heavyweight Championship here. Uh, it was great because I appreciated the, under- the Undertaker. You know, was had a very good uh, title reign here. Um, you know, in, in in this year's in, the, in this time frame, but uh, yeah, I enjoyed this this uh, Undertaker. No, no, setting the world on fire references. Um, that was in Orlando, and um, at the winning of the title for the Undertaker, there was I remember this because I was there. They they shot off pyro, and the pyro um, something snapped and went into the upper 
the upper bowl of the audience, and literally there were people on fire because of this uh, this incident. So it was it was a great win, but my my memory was not of all the great things that happened during that whole WrestleMania, but the fact that at the end of it, that the Undertaker literally set the crowd on fire. I had forgot about that until you just mentioned it. They actually yeah. set members of the crowd on fire now. Yeah. <laughs> Yes, like like legit. There was a there was a pyrotechnic, um, I guess, uh, accident where one of the cables snapped that the fireworks were traveling down, and it snapped into the crowd. So this is a live, oh, a live pyrotechnic um, <laughs> fire malfunction. Like, yeah, yeah, malfunction. So Goodness. like about like people went to the hospital or lots of injured like uh, the. the Count officially was 45, but there were more than that because people oh, scrambling goodness. out of the way, you know, pushing and shoving or whatever. But I remember that yeah. again. I was there, and I was just like, "What? Are there people on fire? What the hell is going on?" Like, wow. Okay. So. All right. Uh, well, we move on uh, quickly through uh, through that to uh, 2011. What's this that we're looking at? 2012. All right. 2012, uh, Undertaker had, you know, put uh, Shawn Michaels to rest, and then Undertaker had to then deal with Triple H, uh, who he defeated uh, the year before, but then Triple H came back again. And, well, they said uh, this is going to be the uh, end of an era. Or, but I guess it was the era this decade. This could be another era next decade. Uh, but yeah, here we are The Undertaker, Triple H, Hell in a Cell, Shawn Michaels, the special guest referee in this end of an era match. Mika, this is your pick. Tell us everything about why you love this match. Um, outside of the fact that I was there um, for this uh, particular WrestleMania there in Miami, um, it was Triple H again who came also oh close the last WrestleMania um, and who was at his peak physical condition and just really on a roll as the game again coming to challenge The Undertaker to try to put the dead man down. Um, once and for all. This was also a, a storyline with Shawn Michaels, where Shawn was basically, you know, again, Shawn was not uh, Shawn was not himself. He was broken. He was defeated by The Undertaker, you know, a few manias back, and he was telling his best friend, his BFF, you can't beat this man. He's going to end you in the midst of you trying to end him. So that whole kind of angst going on between these two while The Undertaker is looming in the background ready to just you know destroy either one of them if you know they got in the way um you want to talk about highs and lows these two when they get together undertaker and triple h they they paint a story in the ring and this was no different um where i think hunter was one of the the few people who you legitimately watch these matches and think that this has got to be it. This has really got to be it. There's no way that this, you know, Undertaker is going to continue on with this uh, amazing winning streak, knowing how good, how damn good 
pun in everything intended, the game was at that time. Um, and it's kind of beautiful and poetic that Sean had to count the, his friend down hesitantly for the three count at the end of this match. But um, again, everybody there in the arena, again, on the edge of their seats, watching this play out because it was one of those kind of, pardon me, iconic um, moments where you just knew that this was, you know, a hell in a cell too. <laughs> you, you you have every aspect of drama in the middle of a ring and the streak on the line with so many factors could have gone wrong, but they, they went into the Undertaker's favor once again. So that was, it was, it was amazing. I, I still like get goosebumps thinking about it because that's how good this was for me. Um, I went to this WrestleMania. I was there live, and I was not particularly looking forward to this match. As I I saw all the build up and everything, and I just I was so disappointed with Triple H versus the Undertaker from the previous year. I kind of saw this as like the old timers match, and I was just not looking forward to it. I was not really excited to watch it, and I knew it was going to go a long time and it was going to get a lot of time. But as the match went on, they they hooked me, you know, within a few minutes of the match going on. And I was into it, and I was invested, and I was jumping up and down for near falls and, you know, uh, really got involved into it. It was, yeah, it was, you know, the drama and the storytelling, and and both guys did so well, and Sean did so well in his part. Um that I, you know, still to this day, I really, I, I actually really enjoy this match and enjoy watching it from time to time. So uh, I was just happy to see it, and it's, I, I do enjoy it. It is, um, because you did believe that there were certain parts that it was going to end, and you know, when when Triple H just like wailing on him with a chair, you did believe that that maybe they're going to stop it, maybe they're going to give it up for his own good, and you know. But it wasn't to be. It was, you know, Shawn Michaels would then have to count for Triple H. And my only regret from this match, the thing I did not like, is that it was not truly end of an era. That we have seen all three of these guys wrestle still against each other, even at the Saudi show where we saw DX versus the Brothers of Destruction. So that's my big thing. It should have truly been the end of an era. All three of them should have ridden off into the sunset. And we never see them wrestle again, but uh, not the case because there's still money to be made. Yeah, uh, absolutely. When it was the end of an era for me, yeah, it was the bomb. But the fact that it was not the end of an era was very disappointing in the end. Yeah, yeah, this match was definitely a great story to be told. And I definitely thought that Sean was really the MVP of this match. Uh, because I mean, uh, you know, you put the hell in the cell and stuff. It's basically what kind of set it apart for me as far as just the match itself versus the match the year prior. But bringing triple, uh, bringing Shawn Michaels in here and then all his specials and his frustrations and you know just you know knowing that Triple is so close each time to win the uh, the match and. He couldn't. And, uh, it was just great in every way. So it, it was definitely um, a, a great match, and I thought that 
yeah, I think with Sean in there, it, it worked much better than if it had been. I wished uh, they had been the end for these three. Unfortunately, it wasn't, and we got you know we got a match uh, much much later on uh, in in Saudi Arabia. But yeah, fa- fantastic way. Uh, to me, the true end of the era. I'm just gonna assume that this was how it ended, and they never wrestled again. There you go. Um, I'm in the minority on this one. I don't really care for this match. Um, I, this is the point in time to me where both of these guys should have been long gone. Um, the match drug. I just. I could not get into it when I watched it on pay-per-view. I couldn't get into it watching it again. Uh, 28 is one of my least favorite WrestleManias of all time. Um, it had good moments. Like like you said, Patrick, I think Sean was kind of the MVP of the match. But um, I just I – just, I, I don't like this match. And it, it's nothing – I don't know why, because like I love earlier Triple H and Undertaker matches, and I just I, I can't get into this match. I don't know if it was the the sell or just the build or whatever it was. The I, I just I'd never been able to get into it. Um, I did the end of the era thing was kind of cool at the time when you know we're sitting here thinking like, all right, well this is the last time we're ever gonna see. Uh, these three guys in the ring together or just in the ring in general. And then, you know, by the end of the year, all three of them had probably been back in the ring in some capacity. But, yeah, not my favorite match. Yeah, well, truly an era of an era. But not the end of The Undertaker as we have one more week uh, coming up uh, next week, we'll be looking at the Undertaker uh, one more time, four more matches, um, yeah, and I already know which one I'm going to pick. Uh, so it's going to be a, a fun one. Can we see what you guys select? Uh, but yeah, it's gonna it's gonna be man, an end of an era for us here as uh, we await the uh, you know as the Undertaker had already his last match and now he's ready to move on. Uh, to whatever else he was doing whenever he wasn't wrestling. Uh, but that is the end of this week's episode. Uh, catch us each and every Thursday night, unless something happens and we have it on a Wednesday or Friday, uh, here on Podbean uh, Live, uh, FW Live. Uh, check us out, subscribe to see all the old catalog stuff on iTunes, Stitcher, Podbean, TuneIn. Google Play, and make sure you check us out on the social media. Uh, we are at FOW Radio. Uh, Danny's on Twitter at uh, Danny F in Danger. Mika's on Twitter at Mika Villas. Eric's on Twitter at EJ423X. I'm on Twitter at YellowmanPA. And until next time, keep watching wrestling.